You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Niall, good to catch up with you again. It's been a while. And congratulations on the appointment adjunct professor at UCC. What does it mean for a start? Yeah, thanks, PJ. It's always a, always a pleasure to be here. Um, yeah, look, these, these adjunct appointments are probably something that people don't necessarily know about, but they're, um, they're used in universities all over the world. And I suppose what they do is they allow universities to collaborate with um, people who have a lot to offer to the students and the university community, but don't necessarily want an academic career or have an academic career, you know. And I suppose in this case, um, the the School of Public Health in UCC, um, they they gave me this sort of adjunct professorship. Um, and what that really means, I suppose, is that I, you know, I, I work in a public health unit, so I have all this sort of expertise and outbreak management and the whole lot, and they have all these really great courses and uh, you know so what I'll do is um, as I have done in the past I'll do some teaching on those courses mm. because you know it's it's great it, it's great for for me to be able to teach just teach the students and um, it's always brilliant to be surrounded by students and the students in UCC are just fantastic I've taught them quite a few times now and um, they I suppose would see it as they get the the benefit of the, that kind of cold face experience managing outbreaks not not only COVID you know I suppose we, we, we've got a hopefully this will be a long-standing relationship and while COVID is is in the headlines now people like me w- w- would hopefully get to uh, teach their their public health students about all sorts of outbreaks and the sort of how they're managed in the real world so um yeah so re- really delighted because ucc have just a fantastic school of public health so it was a real honor for me and um you know great to be part of great to be brought into the fold we've had their head of department professor perry on the show a couple of times he's globally respected yeah, and you, you know he's been in all the big journals. Your your Lancet, the Journal of the American Medical Association, doing just phenomenal work on preventative uh, preventative health around heart disease and diabetes, and you know, and and the same goes for a whole load of people in the School of Public Health in Cork. Actually, they 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 punch well above their weight. They they do all sorts of work around tobacco and alcohol and sort of sugar taxes and all these really really important mm. things that. Things that that affect people's lives in a very real way, and I, I think that's one of the the great things about the the school, and one of the, one of the things I certainly like about teaching there and being being a little bit involved in some of the research they've done is that it has a real reputation as being 
a department that very much lives in the real world, mm. you know, and, and is doing stuff that that makes a, a tangible difference to people's lives. And um, yeah, Ivan very much fits that mold since he started the department. I think with just him and an admin assistant mm. back in the back in the nineties. I think it's probably the biggest school of public health in the country now. So. Yeah, really yeah. phenomenal colleagues uh, across the board. When we were talking to you first uh, in the early days of this pandemic, we were pointed in your direction by, by Jerry Killeen, who's another regular on, on our programme. But you were in the thick Great of it night. out there. You were in the absolute thick of it out there. Um, and, and you're getting a break now because you've, you've actually finished the job. Yeah, but basically we're we're moving back to um moving back to Ireland hopefully um around the end of February and um it's been like I, I arrived into the job as the director of public health in a unit where there's one consultant doctor, which was me, literally I think it was two or three days before the pandemic. And um it, from then on it was two years of literally being on call, I mean, I'm not kidding, I was on call 24-7 um, for, for an entire two years, and it was just phenomenally busy. And um, so it's lovely now to have, I've, I've sort of finished up the job, but I'm, I'm technically, I'm, I'm using up all the annual leave that I've built up. So um, it's, been a, it's been a really, really hectic two years, and it's lovely to have some time now with my son. It's lovely to... Um, be getting back home where I'll I'll be um, hopefully getting stuck into the um, to the COVID response in Ireland and you know as I always say dealing with all the other infectious diseases that that we deal with but um, I suppose I have to get out of the country we we applied for the little guy's passport back in September and mm. uh, still waiting so uh, it's stressful being that uh, flights are at the end of February but look that's just the way things are in the COVID world isn't it yeah yeah it, and we, we talked on the program about passports <clears throat> before Christmas and they're extremely slow but September you applied yeah, and I, I, I thought for once I was uh, I was ahead of the game, you know, but um, clearly, clearly I wasn't early enough. Um, and they they sort of said that it would be ready by mid January, but that's come and gone. And you know yourself the way it is, just very hard to get through to talk to a human in the the passport office and just haven't been able to do that. But look, all things going to plan. I, I'm hoping to be back in Ireland early March and, um, you know, been chatting away to um, some of the, the public health units about um, getting stuck in and doing some work with them, which so I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's been great to uh, to do all this work in Australia, but there's just something that appeals to me about going back home and getting stuck into what's what's left of the COVID response, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you'll know, Niall, I have no doubt, um, we've had huge changes this weekend. Uh, pretty much every restriction gone now bar a few like masks and things like that in the shop and in the bus and stuff and the worry some people think god are we moving too fast i mean you're keeping your finger on the pulse are we moving a bit too fast or do we just have to proceed with with caution here yeah well you know pj that's that's um no longer a question where i think I have any more insight than anyone else. Like I put it to you this way, when, when at the start of the beginning, uh, the, sorry, at the start of the pandemic, I was very much in the advocacy space, you know, encouraging the sort of the zero COVID piece, the border controls, because I, I thought there was a very definite right way to do it and a, and a wrong way to do it. And I, I thought to the border controls and just trying to keep this virus out was the only way you could, you, you could manage it. And I think mm. that was correct. And Ireland had about 5,000, 
debt, you know, in, in, before the, the vaccines are rolled out. And so I think that was correct. We're in a we're in a phase of the pandemic now where it's much more gray and there's much less in the way of right and wrong. What we have now is we have Omicron, which is much milder for almost everybody mm. and is very unlikely to put most people in harm's way. And on top of that, in Ireland in particular, you've got a very, very well-protected population with vaccines and boosters. Having said that, there will be a small portion of the population who who remain at risk. And I suppose what the kind of questions you're looking at now is, what at what level of risk are, do we are we justified in having population level restrictions you know mm. like restrictions to pubs and restaurants and that kind of thing because you you're in a you're in a space where restrictions do work there's no question about that but what we're now seeing every every public health doctor any public health unit around the world gps pediatricians the whole lot are seeing the the effects of restrictions in terms of mental health and just sort of, the, the, you know, delayed diagnoses of other diseases. So, mm. so restrictions, as we all know, are not benign. And what I think it comes down to now is risk perception and risk tolerance. So my own personal view right now um, is that we, we should lift restrictions. I, I would perhaps, you know, suck it and see a little bit, you know, every two weeks, reduce them a bit more but i i, I think broadly speaking um re, you know removing restrictions is going in the right dire- direction i think mm. it's the right thing to do broadly speaking but someone else who has an immunocompromised family member or, or is immunocompromised themselves or is risk may well think that we're, we're moving too fast and you know that they're being left behind so i i, I you know without meaning to <laughs> sit in the fence I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer i think mm. we're in a stage now where everyone's risk tolerance is different some people are just desperate to get back out and that's their priority other people are desperate to avoid covid and that's their priority and so i i, I think you know this is now where public health will say to you well it's milder we're protected but there is this cohort who are at risk if you want to completely protect everyone you probably have to um, reinstate some pretty restrictive population-level restrictions to control Omicron. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to be out of control. And I think that's what public health can tell you. But other than that, then, it's up to society and the politicians to decide where where's their sweet spot as a population. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's funny. You hear different things back home. Like, I, I've been in touch with lots of people, and some people are saying, Niall, this is fantastic. I you go out and have a pint and other people are saying no i'm just staying in you know it's, it's too soon for me and and all those views are equally equally as valid aren't they yeah yeah and people will make their own choices i guess and and, and their own decisions so you're due to travel on the 25th of of february i think is it yeah fingers crossed that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the plan and, and, um, and you may or may not know, Niall, that uh, we here at 96MEM, we are constituents of the Minister for Foreign Affairs. So um, if if Simon or his people are, are listening, the little boy's name is Bo, isn't that right? Bo Conroy, yeah. <laughs> tell people, you told me before on my podcast, but tell people about the name Bo, why, 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 why you called your little boy Bo, it's a lovely story. 
Yeah, I just I love the name Bo, and um, because I I've spent a, a big chunk of my career doing um, newborn health, you know, but working as a, a neonatal doctor in Sierra Leone, a country I just am absolutely in love with, and I work in this small, well, actually small, it's the third biggest district in Sierra Leone, but it's small by international standards, you know, and the district is called Bo District, and. I was very fortunate to be asked back a couple of years ago to establish the first ever neonatal um, special care baby unit in Mm. Bo, which is now up and running, seeing about 100 kids a month, which where there was literally no neonatal service before that. And um, while I was there, my wife came out to visit me and we got engaged there. So I've spent so much time in Bo. I, I was lucky enough to, to, to establish the neonatal unit there and I got engaged there so we thought that Bo was the, the perfect name for our first child and um, it's it, that's a lovely story yeah we love it yeah that's a lovely story well if anyone's looking across the, the desk in the, in the Minister of Foreign Affairs office and you spot an application for Bo Conroy aged what is he one now now one yeah yeah he just turned one um, on the 1st of January so um, it, it time flies, doesn't it? <laughs> and I, I was only talking to you, I think, a few weeks after he yeah. had been born, and you were exhausted. That on top yeah. of, on top of the pandemic. <laughs> oh, yeah, talking of flashbacks, PJ. Yeah, uh, so now now I'm just looking after a newborn. Right. <laughs> well, not a newborn, a one year old. So um, yeah, we're looking, having great fun, but would love to see a passport before February the twenty fifth. No. It's been great to have you on the program so many times over the last couple of years, and it was a good day's work that Jerry Killeen said to us, you should reach out to this guy. It's always been a pleasure. Congratulations on the appointment, and when you get back, welcome home. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to be here. Quartz 96 FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.